All right, our next one. He is a well-known journalist and media personality who each week takes his listeners on a ride that dives into his true passion, the world of cycling. He gets you connected to all the races, results, and rides, as well as exclusive training, coaching, and interviews with some of the top pros and amateurs in Florida. Please welcome Todd Wilson and Tour de Todd. All right. Um, again, I am Todd Wilson. I am the host of Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. Um, cycling is my passion. My wife would tell you I am a cycling nut. I follow it every day. I look at the results. You name it. Um, today I have with me, I have someone. This is going to trip you guys out. I've known about this man for over 20 years, since I was probably... 20 years old, and I'm 51 now. And this is the first time tonight that I got the chance to meet Charlie Isendorf. Now, Charlie, if you know cycling, Charlie is an icon in cycling, in racing in the Northeast. His reach into cycling and what he has done for racing in New York City is deep and wide, especially with his family, his father. And he used to be a former elite rider, that rode for one of the most famous teams in America for amateur cyclists. It's the G.S. Mangione team. And just to give you an idea of some of the people that have ridden for that team, every, does anybody know Greg LeMond? Okay, rode for that team. Steve Bauer, Greg LeMond won the Tour de France three times. Well, Charlie was a member of, a of the team, its iteration, the second iteration, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Okay. But I, I, didn't, I didn't reach the, uh, the height of Greg LeMond, let's just say. <laughs> but Charlie raced all over the world, United States national team, you name it. And when he decided to hang up his, his wheels, would you say, he became a bike promoter, a bike race promoter. And then eventually he had a, how would you say it, an, an interesting conversation with a friend who was living in England. And his friend started a platform that completely changed cycling when it comes to racing, when it comes to training, and that's what you see here. It is called Zwift. And Charlie, what exactly is Zwift? So Zwift is a, um, an online cycling community. So basically what we did was we took the indoor training experience and made it a community. So if anybody's ridden a bike indoors, they know it really sucks, right? Like, you're basically staring at a wall. Maybe, maybe you try to watch TV. I don't know. You listen to some music, but it's not very engaging. And having done that for many years myself, I couldn't wait to get off the bike, right? Like, it was just a horrible, horrible experience. So what we tried to do is we tried to make it a community. So what happens is that you download Zwift, which is basically a cycling game, if you will, you yeah. see an avatar, so you look at the screen, you see your virtual version of yourself, and as you pedal, that avatar starts moving, which sounds cool, right? So it's like a video game. So you're pedaling and your avatar moves. But the, the secret sauce of Zwift is that there are about a million people doing that, right? So you're, you're riding with people in, in Japan or Germany or Australia, all around the world. So you can like jump into a bicycle race with people from around the world. You can do this like big virtual group ride. You can do training. So that's really the difference. All of a sudden, what used to be a very boring one hour 
bike ride is, is really fun because I just entered a race with like a thousand people. So that's, that's Zwift in a nutshell. That is crazy. So where did he come, where did Eric Min come up with the name Zwift? So uh, Eric Min, the person that he just mentioned, is the, the CEO and, and co-founder. And I knew Eric Min since I was like 14 years old. He was uh, a, a former racing buddy of mine. And uh, he started the company. And, and Zwift was just one of these names that we kind of made up, right? Like, if you think about, like, the tech industry, like, you know, what, what is Google? What, what does that even mean, right? Yeah. So we just came up with Zwift. It sounded fast. So it's like all of a sudden, you know, we're Zwifting. So that's, that's kind of the, the, uh, <laughs> kind of the backstory of the name. So when, when did Zwift roll out? And what was the... What was, what was the, the acceptance of Zwift? I mean, was it big, or did it take time to build momentum? Uh, so we had a, a media launch in 2014, and the media launch was just to announce to the cycling world that, like, Zwift was coming. Uh, so we had a virtual launch in, in three different cities. So San Francisco, New York, and London all at once, and everybody would ride together at the same time, right? Wow. So one of, the, one of the goals of Zwift uh, media launch was actually to get some people to sign up to the beta version to start testing it. Yeah. And uh, we picked the number out of the air. We said, you know what? Let's say we need 1,000 people to start testing it. Let's, let's just pick that number. We probably don't need 1,000. We'll probably get a couple of hundred, but 1,000 sounds like a nice number, right? Sounds really big. Um, so we, we put on the website, like sign up to test Zwift and in 24 hours we had over 10,000 signups. Wow. Yeah. So we kind of knew we were like, Oh, I think we're on to something. So we had like 10,000 people sign up right away and they became beta testers. And yeah, it was, it was, it just went bananas from there. Now Zwift has evolved into, you've got racing, but you've got E, E world championships and things like that. How involved is Zwift in, in the world championships, stuff like that? So the natural progression of Zwift was that first it was like a, a, a training platform and people were just riding together with people because it was super exciting and fun. But then it, it became a little bit more serious. Yeah. So there's a, um, a governing body of world cycling. Uh, they contacted us and they said, we want to have like the first indoor world championship. So then we had the indoor world championship two years ago and we had the last one this year and uh, just recently. And, uh, yeah, so now that <laughs> there's an official Zwift World Championship. That is crazy. But I, what I've seen is that there are people that are riding on Zwift, and they're getting professional contracts for riding on Zwift. Talk to me about that. So uh, one of the things that we thought Zwift could do would be to cast a very wide net to catch people who may not get noticed, meaning that... They're super talented, but let's say you're riding your bicycle indoors in Nebraska and, you know, you can't get to a real bike race and nobody will ever notice that you have all this talent. You know, could we actually create these, like, academies where people get noticed and, uh, you know, because they, they're super talented, but just nobody sees them. And from there, they, they sign pro contracts. So it's super exciting. Okay. So for Zwift, when it comes to the average person, the average Joe that just wants to ride inside... Um, what does it offer for the average rider? Like I said, I think it's just, you know, the, the community, right? Like we combine like cycling with like Facebook 
And all of a sudden, you know, people have, have met each other. They've they formed real relationships. We actually had marriages on Swift. So, like, yes, some people wow. have found their, found their life partners. They, they started riding with somebody regularly, and <laughs> they, they figured they were close to each other, and, and then they met, and then they fell in love. And, yeah. and so, you know, I, 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 we didn't think that was a goal of Zwift, but it, it, was, a, it was a nice addition. Now, I can go on Zwift, and I can pick out a training plan. So if I'm looking to participate, let's say, or just to get in shape or participate in a race, I can get a training plan that helps me do that. Yeah, absolutely. We have, we have workouts and training plans. So, you know, uh, it, it, let's say you're doing this big bike event, uh, maybe like a charity bike ride, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need to get in shape. So you can go to Zwift and you can sign up for like a, a four-week training plan. Uh, you know, Zwift is nice because it's, it's safe. You can ride indoors and, and you don't have to worry about traffic. For, for time-crunched moms and dads, you can, you can get on the, the, the bike and, and knock out a one-hour workout and, uh, yeah. you know, still carry on the rest of your day and, and get in shape for your big bike ride coming up. So how do, okay, the one thing I really love about Zwift is that you get an opportunity to ride all over the world and you're in your living room, you're in your garage, your basement. How does Zwift pick where they're going to put uh, let's say there's one, there's one that I ride all the time on the Champs-Élysées in, in Paris. How does Zwift pick that stuff? Uh, it's usually around some kind of partnership agreement. Uh, so we created, like you said, we created virtual Paris. We created virtual London. We created virtual Nor- uh, New York because I'm from New York and Eric yeah. Min is from New York. That's where I get this nice accent from. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we created virtual Central Park. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's a blast. Okay, you work for Zwift, but I'm curious as to how often are you on Zwift? Uh, every day. And, and that's kind of the reason why like, we connected, because when I'm, when I'm Zwifting, I, I, like to, I like to listen to podcasts. So like, I'm, I'm watching my virtual avatar, and I'm listening to, to a podcast, and you know, I, I, I really admire what you do, and, and thank you, thank I, you. I think your podcasts are great. So it's like I get to listen to all these stories, so it's awesome. How, to, to date... How many pedal revolutions or how many miles have you put on Zwift? Uh, 17,000. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Over, over uh, I guess, about six years or so. Six years, 17,000? Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, is it expensive? No, nah, it's, it's uh, $15 a month. That's I mean, you, you, need a, you need a bike, obviously, but it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's like a subscription service, uh, like, a, like a Netflix or anything. Yeah. So it's a... It's a, monthly, it's a monthly subscription, but um, like I said, the key is just to make that one hour go by faster. Because yeah. staring at a, at a wall when you're riding on a bicycle is a, is a pretty mind-numbing experience. Yes, it is. It's mind-melting, especially if you do it in a basement. Um, what's, what's in the works for Zwift for the future? Uh, just um, more content, to tell you the truth. Like, we're, yeah. we're looking to build out more things for the users um, if you go to Netflix or Amazon, you'll, you'll often see like recommendations, right? Like you, you, you watch one movie and it's like, hey, you may be interested in this movie. Uh, we're looking to do more of that, right? Yeah. We're looking to, to really build the community, uh, get people excited about, about riding indoors yeah. um, and, and joining groups and, and just making it more fun, right? I mean, yeah. you know, that, that, that's the, the end game. That's always what we wanted to do was just wanted to make that indoor experience a, a hell of a lot better. When it comes to the racing side, is there, I see there's, how many, how often are the races? And I see that there's categories. So if people are interested in doing that, they can do it. 
Yeah, so, I mean, we, ha- we have races starting, like, every 10 minutes, uh, every 15 minutes sometimes, right? So, you know, the races are happening 24 hours a day. There's different categories. So, you know, if, if you're new to, to, to racing and you just want to enter a, a lower category, like a novice category, that's fun. Uh, you know, you're racing with people from around the world, so you always have somebody to ride with. You, you know, not everybody can win a race, so if, if you enter a race and you just want a great workout... You know, that's yeah. part of the fun also. Where is the largest group of Zwifters used? Where, where, where is it used mostly? Uh, honestly, we have a lot of people in, in, in Germany, England, obviously United States, a lot of English-speaking countries. Yeah. You know, cycling is really big in Europe, so we have a lot of Europeans. But uh, we have over 170 countries represented in Zwift. So we have, we have just basically every, every major country yeah. we have users in. Does it surprise you that you have pros that actually use it? No, not really. I mean, the, 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 the pro cycling scene, like if you're training for the Tour de France and, and, you know, all of a sudden it's raining out and you can't get outside, you know, you don't want to get uh, cold or risk a crash, so you hop on Swift, you do your one-hour workout. So, yeah, we have a lot of pros actually using Swift also. That's what surprises me because I've seen videos and pictures of of guys that are literally going to ride the Tour de France, and they're riding on Zwift. That's got to be amazing for you guys to have it. Yeah, obviously it's a nice, nice feather in our cap, right? We, we love to see a pro, and it's very organic. We, we, don't, we don't pay pros to use Zwift, so any, any pro that's on there is, is somebody that just fell in love with the product, so that's, that's great for us. That's not bad. Um, you guys are sponsoring, I think you're sponsoring Legion? Yeah, we sponsor um, a, a team called Legion LA, which is um, for, uh, the Williams brothers, Justin and Corey. This is a, a big team in Los Angeles. Uh, they're, they're really changing cycling in the USA. They're making it more inclusive. Yeah. Uh, we also sponsor the first ever Women's Tour de France will be this summer. So That's uh, right. the Tour de France has been going on for like 100 years. And uh, the problem is there's never been a women's version. So we decided, hey, if, if we're going to get involved with the Tour de France, there has to be a women's version. So how, it has to be inclusive. How did that come about? How did you guys, did you just decide that you're going to go ahead and sponsor it? Or how did it come about? Uh, we have a relationship with the organizer. Um, they had contacted us. They've been trying to get the women's Tour de France going for uh, a number of years. There's a lot of logistical problems when you try to run a race that takes three weeks. Uh, and we said the only way we would be involved is if we wanted to support the Women's Tour de France. We, we had no interest in sponsoring the Men's Tour de France. It was only the Women's Tour de France that we cared about. You know, so cycling needs to be open to everybody. Uh, and uh, the, the, there's no reason why the, there shouldn't have been a Women's Tour de France many years ago. So uh, if we're going to support cycling, we want to support it for everybody. So how does it work? Are you, you, you the headlining sponsor? Yeah, yeah, Tour de France. Holy cow. It's uh, Tour de France avec Swift. So it's Tour de France with Swift. So we're, we're super, super excited about it. It's this July. It's the first one. I was just going to ask you that. When is it, and does it run in conjunction with the men's, or is it after or before? How does it work? It start, so the men's race always ends in Paris on the Champs-Élysées. Yep. Uh, that's actually when the women's race starts. So the, the men finish on the Champs-Élysées, and the women then start. So it's, it's nice because after three weeks of men's racing, then starts the women's race right away. So it's, it's kind of a nice segue. Not bad. How many stages? Uh, their first race this year is going to be eight stages. So it's going to be eight, race, eight days of racing. So it's shorter than the men's race. Um, that's something we need to work on. It should be equal. 
Uh, but listen, we're, we're, <laughs> we're happy there's a first women's tour de France. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of room for growth here. Yeah. Where is Zwift located? Uh, Swift is located in your basement. It's, it's, it's actually we have a we have a home uh, uh, a home office in Long Beach, California, but we have offices in London and Rio and Tokyo. So we have we have a lot of offices, but um, home 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 base is Long Beach, California. Now, Ben, how long have you worked for Swift, and how, you know what is your position there? So um, I'm, the, uh, I'm the event director at Zwift. So all these events that we're talking about, the races and, and the group rides and any, yeah. any major event that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Uh, and I've been with Zwift since 2014. So that's eight years. Do you get great pleasure from working with Zwift and all, the, all that encompasses? And why? What is it about Zwift that you enjoy the most? Cycling is, is, is huge to me, obviously, and, and, and seeing kids on Zwift and seeing women on Zwift and, and seeing people that normally would not be attracted to cycling yeah. be, for, for whatever reason, right? Cycling can be intimidating, um, yeah. riding on the road, getting your first bicycle, riding with cars, seeing people just really, really engaged and like I said, these, these marriage proposals and, and seeing this whole community form. Uh, in, in Facebook, there are 140 Zwift groups that we have nothing to do with. 140 Zwift groups that just formed because people just l- fell in love with the, with the product that we're offering and wow. uh, just wanted to connect with other people. What would you say is the average ridership on Zwift at, on any given day? Uh, I mean, we always have like 10, 15,000 people riding uh, at yeah. a time. You know, when, when we have like peak hours, we have 40 to 50,000 people on the platform at once. Uh, so, yeah, so you can enter any event and, and, you know, there's lots of people to ride with. And, you know, there's, there's in-game messaging. You can, you can chat with other people. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, all of a sudden that one hour indoors just flew by. If people wanted to get on the app or get involved with Zwift, what, what would you tell them? Well, I mean, obviously you got you to gotta download the game, Zwift.com. Um, you got to be really open to exploring what it has to offer. Yeah. Um, on purpose, we made it sort of an Easter egg where you had to like find things, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that's part of the journey, right? Like you, you, you find your community, you find your tribe, you find who you want to ride with. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's the fun of it, right? Like, you know, all of a sudden it's like anything, you know, I, I moved down from New York to Florida a couple of months ago and you know, I'm finding my community down here. So it's, it's, it's fun. I'm learning things. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's life. It's an experience. Not bad. Again, this is Todd Wilson, Charlie Isendorf. Uh, I am the host of the Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. You guys, thank you for having us. <laughs> that wraps it up for this episode of Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. Once again, I want to say thank you for listening because you didn't have to spend your time uh, uh, checking it out. Hey, um, wherever you get your podcast, if you don't mind, help a brother out. Put a five-star rating for me. And if you are interested in having somebody on uh, the, uh, the podcast or you have a question, hit me up in my email. That's the best way to get to me. It's tourtotod at yahoo.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a blessed day. 